Want to be entertained in just 10 minutes? Then you've found the right podcast because you're listening to Bite Size Plays with JTP, bringing you the best in award-winning short comedy, drama and monologues. We have a growing following and all this content is free. So if you do one thing today, please like, subscribe and leave us a positive review to help us share this work further. But we don't just podcast. You can find JTP Theatre on stage at festivals, performing short plays in all kinds of places and delivering on local radio as well. Now here's A Price to Pay, written by Tony DeMail. James is awaiting trial for the murder of his father. Take your time, James. I need you to describe exactly what happened. Why? What's the point? The point is that I'm your lawyer. I can't represent you effectively unless I know exactly, and I mean exactly, what happened. I told the police. So tell me. You already know. Tell me. All right. All right. My dad, it, it all happened so fast. And then he was lying at my feet and there was blood coming from his head and his eyes were staring up at me. Go on. And my mum was stood there with her hand over her mouth. Good. This is the detail I need. Go on. Then she said, is he... But she couldn't say it, so I said I should call the police. But she said, get an ambulance, they'll help him. The police can't help him. So what did you do? The blood from his head was running across the floor. I didn't want to get it on my trainers. What did you do, James, about making the call? I told her it was too late. But she said, Mum said, he'll be okay, he'll be... And I said, for God's sake, look at him! But she just kept saying, oh God, and oh no, and she was kneeling down in the blood. So you didn't make the call right away? I wanted her to get away from the sight of his head, but she wouldn't come. James, this is really important. Did you make the call right away? I thought I was going to be sick. Maybe it was the blood, or seeing him dead, or... Yeah, I made the call. Okay, good. Tell me about it. How are you supposed to be when you make a call like that? Don't get me wrong, I knew what I felt. I was glad that he was lying on a kitchen floor with his head cracked open like an egg. But you don't say that when you call the police, do you? You know what, I actually wondered what voice would be best. A bit of panic, sound devastated... In the end, I put on a voice that sounded like I might burst into tears at any moment. I knew I wasn't going to cry, but it's an easy voice to do. Why did you feel you had to put on a voice? Well, you can't sound calm, can you? How would it look? I told the operator my dad was dead, and she asked me what had happened. And? And I said my dad had a massive head injury, and he was dead in our kitchen. Then the operator wanted me to go and check for breathing, but I told her there was no point. How did you know... There was no point. Because I knew he was dead. And even if he had been breathing, I would have put my hand over his nose and mouth and held it there until he was stopped. Don't say that to me, James. And don't ever say that in the court. Do you understand? Yes. Now, how did you know he wasn't breathing? 
the operator said she was going to get an ambulance and some police to us right away. I asked you how you knew he wasn't breathing. I knew! I just knew, alright? The operator asked me if I was okay and, yeah, I actually was. I hadn't been okay for as long as I can remember, but I was actually okay. Did you check if he was breathing? No. Did your mother? She was kneeling by his head and her hands were covered in blood. She kept running them over his hair and wiping them on her dress and she kept saying, wake up, Rob, wake up. She kept saying it over and over again. He wasn't breathing. He was dead. What happened next? I touched my mum's shoulder to try and make her get up, but she swung around and tried to slap my face. And she was screaming, you, you! Go on. Well, I dodged her. I could even dodge him sometimes, so she wasn't going to connect. But then there was the blood from her hands that splashed across my chest. And I said, leave him, mum, he's gone! And then she stood up and wiped her hands on her dress, and she said, he's dead because of you. She said, this is all because of you. What did she mean, it was all because of you? Well, I always got the blame. Every day ended the same. He'd be sorry he lost his temper. He'd say he was sorry he shouted at her and he hit her. But didn't she see it was my fault? Didn't she see that if she showed him a bit more respect and spent less time fussing after me, things would be different? And she'd agree. She'd clean up her cuts and change her ripped clothes and tell him he was right. She'd tell him I was a bad kid and that she'd put him first and put me right. She'd say, you know how much I love you, Rob? And he'd say, you need to show me. And she'd go, I will. And he'd hug her and she'd still be flinching in case he blew again. And you say he was like this often? When he wasn't there, she would tell me that my dad was under pressure. She'd say that I was a really good kid and that dad just couldn't see it. But he wouldn't time and things would change. I knew it wouldn't, though. Not as long as he was alive. What happened next, James? My mum said she should change her clothes. She didn't want people seeing her covered in blood, and she was worried that when the police came I would say bad things about her. Would you have done? Said bad things? Like he beat her up almost every day? Yes. She said she'd upset him, and it was her fault. She said you upset him. We shouldn't have upset him. And she told you not to tell the police? I told her. I said he hit you, Mum. He was always upset and he always hit you. And she said, please don't tell him how he was. If you tell them, they'll think... They'll think what? I said they'll think he's dead for no reason when there is. But she made me promise... Promise what? That I wouldn't tell the police or the court what he was like. Why? We have to let the court know what you and your mother lived with. No, I promised her. It's the only way I can defend you. It's the only way I can defend her. James, I am obligated to take your instructions, but you what, What's going to happen? That's what she asked me when the police got to the door, and I told her then it would be all right. That was my promise, and I'm not going to break it. A policewoman took my mum to another room, and the male one spoke to me. And he was like you. He just kept saying, I need you to tell me what's happened. What did you tell the officer? I told him we had argued. Who argued? Me and my dad. And? And I told the copper I hit my dad with a hammer. Did you tell him why you hit him with the hammer, James? No. But you told him you had killed your father? Yes. But you didn't tell him why? He hit my mum. He always hit my mum. And you? Sometimes. Less as I got older. Bigger. But your mother is saying your father was never violent. She's saying her relationship with your father was good. I know. 
You don't sound aggrieved. That's my mother. If you ignore it, it will go away. Maybe that works for her, James, but it won't work for you. I'll give you the best defence I can, but let me be clear. The jury is going to hear that a teenager lost it with his dad and killed him with a hammer. Do you understand what you are facing? Yes! You'll go to prison. Youth detention and then prison when you're old enough. Is there anything you'll let me tell the court that would help them see why you did what you did? He's dead! It doesn't matter now, does it? Your mother should be helping you. She never said anything to defend me before. Not when Dad was alive, so why start now? It is what it is. You're not giving me anything to defend you with, James. Detention can be a grim place. You'll have seen that on remand. Oh, time's going quickly. Maybe the days will go even as fast after they sent me down. What was your guess again? Minimum ten years, but it really would be less if we can show mitigation. Whatever it is, it's worth it. For the first time in my life, I know she's safe. And if that's the price I have to pay, it's a price worth paying, isn't it? You have to tell the court about your father's violence. She couldn't handle it. She's not the one going to end up in prison. No, but I don't understand why. You can't tell anyone anything unless I've said you can, right? That's right. Anything you tell me is privileged information. It stays with you. It does. Then maybe this will make you understand. Almost every day I've been on remand, the other kids in the detention centre have asked me the same question. What was it like to kill my dad? And what do you say? I don't say anything because I don't know. But maybe one day my mum will tell me. You've been listening to A Price to Pay, featuring Phil DeMale and Theo Barakos, with thanks to freesfx.co.uk for sound effects and music. If you enjoyed our bite-sized offering, we'd love it if you would like, subscribe and leave a review for our podcasts. And if you want to see what else JTP Theatre are up to, you can visit our website, jtptheatre.com, or look us up on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back next week with more. Mm-hmm.